Glory be to Jesus. I want to ask a question. And I need answers. Why do you pray? Can somebody help me? Uh, 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 uh. Yes. Why do you pray? You can call in to speak if you can't type. Why do you pray? I pray to seek the face of the Lord Almighty. Okay. Yes. Why do you pray? Someone said, I pray because that was the command given. That was the command given. Who gave that command? Before Jesus came, we are men not praying. Why were they praying? What is the main purpose of prayer? What is the true purpose of prayer? If I should wake up by 12 midnight that I'm coming to pray, you had something in mind. What is that thing that you have in mind? That is your motive of prayer. What did you have in mind? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. To encounter God, He said we should pray without ceasing. Okay. These are your answers. How do I pray? Sometimes you pray and yet nothing is like where you are is still where you are. At least when I begin to pray, I should begin to sense movement. But what if you pray and it looks like as if nothing is happening? You see, it is at these times that most of us, we just feel like stopping, we just feel like something is wrong, we just feel like, yes, God, yes, God. You know, there are times you pray and then 
You feel him in your heart. You know he's there. You know he's lifting you. But a day comes, it looks like as if that supply is taken away. It looks like as if you have been disconnected. You fight to get back to that place, but yet, struggling, 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 struggling. You see, in these times, there are trying times. You still need to trust Him. You still need to trust Him. You see, He needs you to seek Him more. He needs you to fight more. He needs you to wait more. When he's not speaking, when he's not saying anything, he needs you to do more. To do more. When we talk about the purpose of prayer, the reason why we pray is change. Is what is what change, 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 change. Jesus Christ went to the mountain of transfiguration. On this mountain of transfiguration, it looks like as if he was being changed. His garment started reflecting light. The word is metamorphose. Metamorphose. We find the same word in Romans chapter 12. Be therefore, do not conform to this word, but be transformed. That word transform is the word metamorphose. Be transformed. So, when we subject ourselves to prayer, what happens is a change. A change. What kind of change? The most important change in the place of prayer is that the love you have for God becomes stronger. Stronger. You begin to love Him more. You begin to love Him more. Your zeal begins to increase. Your zeal for the things of God begins to increase. These are changes that we begin to experience in the place of prayer. So now, though a lot of people would come with their requests, you see, it is not your request. It is not about your request. People will bring their problems and everything. But to God, it's not about your problems. It's about the work He wants to do in you. So, as He keeps you waiting, you are learning patience. As He keeps you waiting, you are learning trust. As He keeps you waiting, you are learning endurance. As He keeps you waiting, you are learning to seek Him more. You see, it is not prayer, it is not for the weak-hearted, for those who are strong. So we have to fight every obstacle 
that will make us believe him to stay with him. We fight through every challenge, everything. You see, sometimes you are sick, you fall sick. How do you pray at those times? These are challenging moments. You see, you are down, you are weak. How do you pray? You still trust him. In that time of weakness, you still trust him. See, the main purpose of prayer is change. And in that change, we know God more. We know God more. We begin to know him more. We begin to know to know his nature and his character more. So all through the years, if you have been praying, you would notice that he, God, doesn't talk all the time. He doesn't talk all the time. In fact, the Lord shows more visions than speaking. He shows more visions than speaking. These are experiential knowledge in the place of prayer that you find out. You see, you see that, that you need to ask him more. You need to ask questions more for him to speak more. Amen. Amen. These are experiential knowledge. And there are times that you don't need to pray out loud. All you just need to do, you just need to sit down and pray silently so that you can hear him when he speaks. There are different things that prayer does. Quickly look at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's let's go there. First Corinthians, sorry, chapter fourteen, verse two, and then verse four. First Corinthians, chapter fourteen, verse two, verse verse four. First Corinthians. Chapter 14, verse 2 and verse 4. Can you quickly display that?
Okay, okay. I will just read. Verse 2 says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, you know, in the original Greek, there's nothing like unknown. It is for he that speaketh in tongue. For he that speaketh in tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. He that speaketh in tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So, as we begin to pray in the spirit, a communication system is being enacted between we and God. And then, in this communication, verse 4 says that he that speaketh in tongue edifieth himself. The word edify is the word build, is the word build, is the word to charge up himself. You see, as we pray, as we keep on communicating to this spirit being, the Bible says we are being edified, we are being transformed, we are being changed, we are being charged up in the place of prayer. You see, so it is impossible for you to pray and for you to remain where you were when you prayed. See, there should always be, there would always be a change in you every time you pray, every time you pray. Because he that speaketh in tongues edifieth, he builds himself up, he charges himself. You see, so maybe you are weak, you become strong. Maybe you are full of fear, now you become bold, you become bold. You see, these are changes in the place of prayer, changes in the place of prayer. Maybe your heart's desire for him was cold, but all of a sudden you start talking to you see when you stay with somebody and then you talk to that person for a long time, the character of the person comes on you. The way the person is starts showing on you. So as we stay with God, as we talk to him. His ways, his character. People will start seeing those things in our lives. We begin to express God more. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, as we stay with Him, we change. We change. We are transformed. We are transformed. As we seek Him, as we seek His face, we are transformed. So, um, look at Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. Colossians chapter 3, verse 10 says something. It says, And have put on the new man. Can you display that for me?
and then also display 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 also now let's look at this verse it says and have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him he is renewed the new man is renewed so there is a change the new man is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him meaning that we are changing much more into his likeness how he is we are becoming more like him now look at second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 he says but we all with open face with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory you see we are being changed into the same image so as we stay with him as we stay with him in the place of prayer we are being changed into the same image we are being changed into the same image it says from glory to glory from glory to glory how this by the spirit 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 i am changing i am experiencing a metamorpho i am being transformed i am being changed amen in the place of prayer in the place of prayer glory be to god that is why anytime you go into prayer you come out differently you come out differently you come out differently thank you jesus 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 cover on the star so you see the purpose of prayer is a change is to change you prayer changes you prayer changes you prayer changes you you see there are some decisions that you will make but when you come into the place of prayer you will notice that the, that decision will begin to change in your mind maybe you have set up your mind to do something all of a sudden as you stay in the place of prayer you said no i should not do this anymore you see prayer aligns you to the will of god prayer brings you to the will of god it changes you from your own will and brings you into the will of god that is one thing that prayer does that is what prayer does glory be to god glory be to god glory be to god glory be to god so men always ought to pray men always ought to pray why why because man cannot survive man cannot stay in the will of god without prayer in fact as we begin to stay away from god as we begin to stay away from prayer we begin to die like a fish cannot survive except he stays in water so humans are made to be in god you see humans human beings are made to be in god god is our environment just like the water is the environment for the fish god is the environment of the spirit of man the spirit of man needs to be in god it survives in god because god is the life of the spirit of man god god is the life of the spirit of man those of you who have taken your time to listen to his spirit in me that message 
that study, you should know this. God is the life of the spirit of man. So he stays in man as his life. So without the spirit of God, the spirit of man does not survive. Amen. That is why he said, in that, in that day you shall know that I am in you and you in me. He says, I am in my father and my father is in me. So that is how man was made to survive. That we will be in him and he will be in us. Because God is my environment. So now, the, the Bible says, the, the Spirit of God bear witness with our spirit that we are sons of God. The Spirit of God bears witness. So in the place of prayer, as I approach God in prayer, the Spirit of God holds my spirit. He becomes one with my spirit. He brings me before that throne. He is the Spirit of God that does that for me. You see, my spirit lacks strength. My spirit lacks power. You see, to initiate a move to God. But God helps my spirit. The Spirit of God inside of me brings my spirit. You see, prayer is much more spiritual than physical. That is why the Lord Jesus Christ said, In those days, men will no longer go to the mountain to pray. You see? But they that shall worship God, they shall worship God where? They shall worship God where? Where would they worship God? In a place? On a mountain? They shall worship God where? Can somebody help me? Yes, can somebody help me? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Can somebody help me with that? Jesus Christ said, You don't need to go to Jerusalem anymore. But a man who worships God must worship God in spirit. In spirit. In spirit. So that is the new location in spirit. Because that is where our spirit can survive. In spirit, in his own spirit, in his own spirit, in his own spirit, that is now the environment of man in his spirit. That is why um, we have to understand that um, the reason why we fail in the place of prayer is because we have not learned to depend on the Holy Ghost. You see, it is the Holy Ghost that brings man, that helps man to stand in the place of prayer. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. So, there is a way you depend on Him, you lean on Him. Sometimes you say, I want to, I want, I want to pray for seven hours. Ah, today I am praying for ten hours. Today I am praying for twenty hours. Uh-oh. In fact... That is the day that you are going to sleep more. That is the day you are going to sleep more. (laughs) In fact, (laughs) then you begin to realize that these things, is not by your own strength, it's not by your own power, but by His Spirit. By His Spirit. You see, His Spirit quickens you. He quickens you. He quickens you. He energizes you. He, uh, he says, if the spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you, he says, he shall quicken. He shall quicken your mortal bodies. He shall quicken your mortal bodies. 
So it is the spirit that helps us in the place of prayer. In fact, man is too weak to pray. Man is too weak to, um, to, to behold or to witness the glory of the Lord. No. Because anytime we stand on our own, we are condemned. Anytime we stand on our own to pray, we are condemned. But in the spirit, we are justified. In the spirit, we have a right, we have peace with God. In the spirit, we have a right standing with Him. When we come in the spirit, we don't come in our name, we come in the name of Jesus. So the door opens up because we came in the name of Jesus. You see, some people maybe when they want to pray they come to God they say oh God see that is why when you begin to confess sins and then you think that because you have confessed your sins so the door is going to open to you you are, you are wrong you are wrong that is you being self-righteous you see you think that oh because now okay now I have confessed all my sins so now that I have confessed all my sins I am qualified that you talk to me Lord because I have confessed all my sins I am now qualified. No, you are wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. That is why in the Old Testament, people do not confess their sins on their own. They, I have confessed all my sins now. No, you can't. No, no, no. You see, it depends on Him. It depends on Him. And what did He do for us? He brought us into a place. Where we can stand by our own? No. Where we stand in the name of Jesus. So Jesus Christ says, whenever you pray, say this. Say, in the name of Jesus, in my name. If you shall ask in my name. You see, because you yourself cannot stand in your own name. So he says, if you shall stand in my name. The name of Jesus is in his place. When he says in my name, he's talking about in my place. In my place. Do you see that? In my place. So, if you shall ask anything in my place, <laughs> it's not about saying, Jesus, 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 No. We are already in his name. We are already in his place. We are already standing in his place, in his name. So, anytime we come to God, we are coming in the name of Jesus. Do you see that? We are coming in the name of Jesus. In the place of Jesus. So because of that, God must answer. He must answer. Because we are not coming by our own. But by his name. The name of his son says, In whom I am well pleased. In whom I am well pleased. So for him to be pleased with you, he needs to put you in his son. So that he can be pleased with you. So it's not about you, it's about his son. And because <laughs> so when you know this you become much more bold in the place of prayer you approach the throne with boldness and confidence amen glory be to god hallelujah i believe you've learned something today our time is already up our time is already up our time is already up amen thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. 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 So listen to me. Anytime you go to the Lord in prayer, you are conscious of the fact you are coming in the name of Jesus. Don't go there. Don't come to prayer. Lord, yesterday I stole, I stole hundred dollars. Yesterday I fought. Yesterday, okay, continue. 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 
Yesterday I did this. Yesterday I did that. In fact, you will not be able to pray. Yesterday, oh my God. You see, you leave that place. You leave that place and you stay in the place of Jesus. The place of Jesus is the place of righteousness. The place of right standing with the Father. It is in that place that is the place of faith. It says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Anytime you come to God and you're like, uh, uh, oh God, oh, oh God, oh. no, you are in fear. You are in fear. You know, when I was in the boarding house, um, there was a time I did something wrong against God. So I was like, oh God, now I'm going to do one day fasting. I'm going to do one day fasting so that you can hear me. In my ignorance, I did one day fasting. I was there. I was waiting for God to come and forgive me. So that day I waited and I said, Ah, God, I have done something wrong. So I'm now doing one day fasting so that you can forgive me. Ah, that day I waited. Ah, I said, Ah, God, have you forgiven me now? Or you have not forgiven me? Have you forgiven me? Or you have not forgiven me? I was there. I waited, nothing. I said, God, even this fasting that I fasted, still you did not say anything. You see, most of us, we are still ignorant. And as long as we are ignorant, we will stay in the place of defeat. We will stay in the place of weakness. You will stay there, you will be there. Because when you begin to say, God, forgive me, forgive me, how do you know he has forgiven you? How? How do you know he has forgiven you? How do you know that he has forgiven you? Would he, is he going to say, um, um, Candy, I have forgiven you from heaven. Are you going to hear his voice? Uh, are you going to hear his voice? No. You see, because this thing is a life of faith. It's a life of faith. <laughs> or he's going to say, Helena, I have forgiven you now. Go and say no more. No. He's not going to speak. You have to know that you... He has forgiven you. He died on the cross for you about 2,000 years ago. He did the job. He finished the job. You see, so 1 John chapter 2 verse 12 made us to understand, you see. So when I, the day I saw 1 John chapter 2 verse 12, I was like, wow. So this is in the Bible. This is, can you display that for us? So this is in the Bible. Ah, oh my God. So I further saw Hebrews chapter 10 verse 16 and 17. So display that for me also. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 16 and 17. I need it to be very fast. Our time is already up. You see? So, so many people are still waiting. And then when they do not hear anything, they will not say, yes, yes, yes. You are forgiving me. Yes. They are only being much more ignorant. Only being much more ignorant. You say, wash my garment. My garment is dirty. How do you know it is dirty? How do you know it is, it is dirty? Wash my garment. And how do you know he has finished washing it now? <laughs> so those kind of prayers you are praying, they are blind prayers. Very, very blind prayers. Very blind. Don't pray those kind of prayers anymore. Oh, Gilbert, are you there? Kindly display this for me. First John chapter 2 verse 12 Hebrews chapter 10 verse 6 Okay, is enough 
It says, um, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. It says, I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. Oh my God. You see, so some people are thinking that, oh, you guys, you said the law, the law of Moses, the law of this is not important. God is no longer using the law, but God is saying, I will write, the, your, I will write my laws in your heart. So I asked them, did God write the law of Moses in your heart? No. What did God do? He says, in Ezekiel chapter 10, he says, I will put my spirit within you. It's not about writing. Writing is a symbolic representation. He's saying, I will put my spirit within you. Draw made us to understand that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So when Jesus Christ, when the Lord is talking about writing things in your heart, it's not as if he's going to write anything. No, nothing is going to be written. But what is written is the spirit given. What is written is the spirit given in our spirit. So we know, so we know that we are children of God. We have received his spirit inside of us. Okay, okay. He says, I will put my laws into their heart and in their minds will I write them. So because we receive their, his spirit, he says, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Their sins and their iniquities. So when you stand before God in his spirit, he says, your sins and iniquities, I can't remember them anymore. But you stand there and you keep on saying, God, I have killed somebody. God, I have done this. God, I slapped my brother. And you stay there. God is saying, I can't remember your, your sins anymore. <laughs> He said, I can't, I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember you did that. Oh, so you did that? I can't remember. He has forgotten about it. Except you don't believe his word. He has forgotten. Oh my God. My God. Now, watch this. Watch this. Oh, sorry. Please. Verse 18. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 18. Don't stop at 17. Verse 18. I'm coming to first John. I want us to. He says, and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So anytime I stand before God, I know that my sins and iniquities are no more. Staying in guilt, staying in guilt doesn't help you. Now, watch this. He says, now I told you that for me, I went to do fasting so that the Lord will forgive me. But I was 100% wrong, totally wrong. In fact, I was foolish. It is a very, very bad thing for you to try to do something for God to forgive you. It means that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is not enough. Now look at verse 18. He says, Now, we are remission of this. He says, There is no more offering for sin. There is no more offering for sin. Offering for sin is no longer required. I don't need to bring a gold for my sins to be forgiven. I don't need to do 100 days fasting for my sins to be forgiven. No. Says there is no more. No more. Write it down somewhere. No more offering for sin. If you like crying. Some people they feel like crying. In fact they are the best criers. They like to cry. Everything they want to cry. So you think that because you have cried. God will not say now. Oh. Oh. Ohima, I have forgiven you because you have cried. You have cried, so I have forgiven you. No, you are wrong. God is not going to say, I have forgiven you because you have cried. No. Says, there is no more. There is no more offering for sin. No more offering for sin. No more. Your crying would not make God to forgive you. I'm not saying it's bad to cry in the place of prayer. But when you begin to cry for God to forgive you of your sins, you are wrong. So because you think you are finished crying, God will not say yes. 
She has cried. She has cried. Angel Michael, Fanibon Cheno. Angel Gabriel, write her name in the book of life. She has cried. No? No. The reason why your name was written in the book of life was because of Jesus, not because of you, not because of anything you did. Ah. Now, where there's remission of this, is there is no more offering for sin. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. So, as you stand in the place of prayer, you come with boldness. What do I say? You come with what? Boldness. You come with what? Boldness. You are confident. You are confident and you are sure. Ah, ah. You see, when we don't know these things, we are less effective. We are less effective in the place of prayer. But as we function by this knowledge, as we function by this knowledge, in fact, God will become, God will start becoming more real to us, more real to us, more known to us than ever before. Do you see that? So, the reason why a lot of people cannot pray effectively is because the moment they stand before God, they are condemned. They are condemned. Really prone to And the Bible says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in the spirit, who worship in the place of the spirits, who serve God in the place of the spirit. There is now no more condemnation against them. So who is bringing this condemnation? There is a man called the accuser of the brethren. The accuser of the brethren. Some of us, we have gotten so much used to the voice of the devil that we don't even know the voice of God. We know the voice of condemnation, but we don't know the voice of justification. We don't know that voice that says that you are now one with God. You don't know that voice that says you have, you have peace with God. It says His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. We are sons. We are sons of God. We are sons of God. Amen. We are children of God. Let me ask you a question. Maybe you want to ask something from your father. And maybe two years ago you did something bad. Would you stand before your father and say, Oh, daddy, I know that last year hmm, I, didn't, I did something bad, though, but forgive me. I, but I want five cities. I want five cities. Last year, you see, that sounds so, sounds so bad. Your own father, your own dad says, You are now, now, now the sons of God. Now children of God. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Amen. So now, look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 12. It says, I write unto you, little children. It says, because your sins are forgiven you. It says, for his name's sake. For his name's sake. Your sins are not forgiven you because of you. Your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. Ah. What is his name? His place. Because you are now in his place. Because of that. Because of you are now in the place of Jesus. He says your sins are automatically forgiven you. Amen. So anytime you stand before Jesus Christ and then you hear the voice of the accuser. Anytime you stand before him and you hear the voice of the accuser. 
What do you do? I thank you, Lord Jesus, because I know, I know that about 2,000 years ago, you paid the price. You forgave me of my sins, so now I can stand before you blameless. I can stand before you holy and acceptable in the beloved. Ah, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, because my sins are forgiven. Amen. Condemnation makes you weak. Fear makes you weak in the place of prayer. You cannot pray effectively by being afraid. You cannot pray effectively by being condemned. In fact, you are limited. You are limited. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, the Bible says, let us come boldly. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Why did he say you should come boldly? Because there is nothing anymore separating you from God. You see, this is why a lot of people cannot receive. Because they believe that something that they did, God is using that thing to punish them. They did something, so God is punishing them. That is why they are not getting answers to their prayer. Because they believe God is punishing them. Listen to me, you cannot take the punishment of God. If God places punishment, punishment on you, you will not survive. That is why he placed his punishment on one person, Jesus Christ, to carry, to carry the punishment of the whole world. So Jesus Christ did not just carry the punishment of one person, but the punishment of the whole world. So if God have punished Jesus, why should he punish you again? Why should he punish you? Why should he punish you? You see, sometimes people make some statements in ignorance and then most of the times you don't talk, you just leave them in their ignorance. Say, God have punished me. Who told you God punished you? God did not punish you. God did not punish you. What happened? Anytime you do something bad, there will always be a side effect or there will always be a repercussion. You see, there will always be something that will happen. For example... If someone slaps you, you are going to feel pain. Yes, that's what is going to happen. If you jump from a high building, you are going to break your leg. You see, it's not God punishing you. It's the effect of what you did. Amen. So don't think God is punishing you. God doesn't have time to punish you. He's not his business. He's he's no longer punishing you. And some people will be like, Ah, the devil is punishing me because I have done this. Who told you? Why should the devil... See, the devil have no business when you sin. Ah, write it down, write it down, write it down, write it down. I said the devil have no business with you when you sin. Ah, is that clear? The devil have no business with you when you sin. <laughs> oh my God. See, there are a lot of times when I am wrong and people curse me and it did not work. (laughs) It's not about, I have no business with the devil. I am a child of God. I am a child of light. Oh, I think that statement is too big for some people. It's too big. It's too big. (laughs) Who is the devil? Who is the devil in the first place? Some of us, we think that the devil is the opposite of Jesus. Or the devil is the opposite of God. You are wrong. The devil is not the opposite of God. The devil is a fallen angel who has been made useless to God. He is no longer regarded in the kingdom. He doesn't have any business with the things of the spirit anymore. He is an outcast, taken out from the presence And he cries every day in pain. Because the most painful thing 
is from you to be separated from the presence of God. <laughs> that is why the people in hell are going, to, they are going to be in so much pain because hell is the place of separation. Oh my God. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Okay. I will just um, tune down a little bit and then I'll round up. I'll round up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So some people think that maybe God has put the devil there to punish them when they sin. No. The devil doesn't have any rights over your life. Listen to me. The devil doesn't have any rights over your life. He doesn't have any rights over your life anymore. No more rights. <laughs> he said, for we are seated. We are seated <laughs> in the heavenly places, far above principalities and powers. Uh-huh. This is you. You are seated far above, far above principalities and powers. Oh my God. This is you now. You are seated far above. Far above. <laughs> ah, you see, when you begin to learn something like this, you can boldly declare like that. Just like that. Get out of my life. <laughs> you see, this is the place of authority. You begin to understand what you have. You begin to understand what you can do. <laughs> ah! This was the kind of messages that people heard And then they went to destroy things in their family <laughs> You know, one day I was going back I was walking home And then as I approached a certain junction I noticed that they have placed sacrifice These people, they have placed different sacrifice They have broken egg And they have done some things there Offering sacrifice to their gods So the moment I got there I saw that people have gathered there Ah, I was angry in my spirit The moment I got there I used my leg and I kicked the thing off I I cleared it with my leg And the people were like Something is going to happen to him Something is going to happen to him (laughs) My God (laughs) My God (laughs) Oh, I look at their faces. I say, you guys are seeing me tomorrow. You are seeing me next tomorrow. You are seeing me all through the year. I'm not going anywhere. And here I am. You see, because there's a kind of bondage in the mind of people. So they see any kind of sacrifice, they are afraid. Any kind of thing, they are afraid. Because the devil have held them for too long. 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 Amen. When you know that you are seated far above, my God, your prayer, your prayer becomes stronger. When you know that you have peace with God, your prayer becomes stronger. When you know you are now in His place, your prayer becomes stronger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can somebody say, I am blessed. 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 I am seated far above principalities and powers. <laughs> this life that I live, I live by His Spirit. I live in His Spirit. I do not live on my own in the name of Jesus. 
So I have the boldness in the place of prayer now. I can say I silence your voice in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's celebrate Jesus. Can you celebrate Jesus tonight? Can you say thank you Jesus? Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Standing in the place of prayer. Standing in the place of prayer. Boldly. Ah, thank you, Jesus. I stand. 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 I refuse. I refuse to be weak. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I stand in the place of prayer. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come boldly. I come boldly to the throne of grace. I come boldly to the throne of grace. I come boldly in the name of Jesus. I am not trying to overcome. I have already overcome. I am an overcomer in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Celebrate Jesus tonight. <laughs> oh, glory. Glory be to God. Celebrate Jesus tonight. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> he has already won the victory. I overcame. <laughs> Woo! Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. 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 <laughs> Woo! Glory! 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 I reign. I reign in life. <laughs> I rule. I rule. I stand in victory. I stand in victory. I stand in victory. I stand in victory. Because of Jesus, I stand in victory. Every day. Every day. Every day. No matter what. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. I stand victorious. I stand victorious. <laughs> oh, oh. No more sin. No more sin. My future is alive in Him. I overcame. I overcame. I'm not trying to overcome. I have already overcome. I overcame in Him. Uh, he won the victory. Hallelujah. He won the victory. Hallelujah. I stand in that victory. He said it is finished. He said it is finished. Uh, oh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. I just feel like running about in my room. Glory be to God. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil doesn't like you to hear the sound of your victory. The devil wants you to think that you are defeated. The devil wants you to know that you are weak. The devil wants you to think uh, that you have been defeated. But it's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> Yes, yes, you came too late. Ah, tell that sickness you already won. Man, 
Declare boldly. I am born of God. I am born of His Spirit. I live and I function in Him. In the name of Jesus. I live and I function in Him. I live and I function in Him. Oh, glory, 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 glory. I am clothed. I am clothed in the righteousness of Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. I refuse to be condemned. I refuse to be condemned. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 We are blessed. Have you been blessed today? I am blessed. I am blessed. I have risen. From glory to glory. <laughs> hey, hey. The Bible says, Of his fullness have I received. I fancy in that fullness. I fancy in that fullness. I fancy in that fullness. Glory be to God. <laughs> Woo! Ah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. As you live here, guide your heart. Guide your heart. Don't go and listen to things that will put your spirits down. You should know who you listen to. Know the kind of messages that you hear. Don't go and stay and listen to one preacher that will condemn you from the beginning to the end. No. No. You should know the kind of things that you listen to as you leave this place. As you Make sure you guide and you protect your heart. Protect your hearts. Protect your hearts. Protect your hearts. No more condemnation anymore. Stay in glory. Stay in light. Stay. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you all. This is the Spirit Prayer Army. Spirit Prayer Army. We meet to pray every day from 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. Maybe today is your first time of joining us. Okay, I don't think there's... Today's your first time of joining us. Paul, Paul, I see Paul, Ahinfo, you're welcome. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. We have a WhatsApp platform. In case you want to be part of it, you can send a telephone number. We're going to add you to it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We continue our fasting today. We continue with our fasting. You can break by 12, you can break by 1, but make sure you are praying. Make sure you are praying, 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 make sure you are praying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you like, you can go down to three. If you want, you can just follow him, just follow the Spirit. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.
I will see you tomorrow, God willing, 5 p.m. to 6.30. We meet to pray, to break our fast. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is well with you. It is well with you. God bless you. May his face shine upon you. You are protected on every side in the name of Jesus. Your family is protected in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. You are strengthened on every side. The works of your hands prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. The works of your hands prosper in the name of Jesus. God bless you and God keep you. In case you want to support our work, in case you want to give, you can do that with some of you already know the number. You can do that with our mobile money number. You want to support the work of the ministry, you just want to say thank you, Jesus. You can do that with this number. The name is Asari Philip. God bless you, God keeps you, and God strengthens you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I live in the place of victory. <laughs> I live in the place of victory. That is where I fancy from. I don't know about you. I live in the place of victory. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My God. Go and sleep well. God be with you. Amen.